Frank Bruno Law. I am Frank Bruno. I'm an elder law and probate attorney, asset protection attorney, guardianship attorney in New York. Today I'm continuing uh, with giving you information as to what provisions should be in a last will and testament. So why do we need certain provisions? Well, we want to uh, increase the clarity of a will. We want to avoid ambiguity. And we want the testator's wishes to be followed. That's that's why we include certain things. So uh, yesterday I started with I started with the beginning, and the beginning is the title, right? Last will and testament of name of the person. We also want to include uh, an address where the person resides. Uh, it's not a requirement, it's not a requisite. I do think it's important. Uh, and the reason for that is, uh, is a will is probated uh, wherever the testator would, had a domicile, where they were domiciled, right? Either that or where they have property. So if a person lived in Queens County, you would probate the will in Queens County. If they had a property in Jackson, New Jersey, you would also have to do a probate there. And that's how it goes. Domicile and every location where you have property. Uh, something else that should be mentioned is whether or not the person is married or single. It's a good idea to have that in the will. I'm a single person and these are the people I would like to leave X, Y, and Z. I'm a married person, I leave everything to my wife. And then you want to name the children. You really should name each child. This way, no one on, no one, no one, uh, a person later on can't say that you forgot a child. You didn't mention this child, and that's because, you know, sometimes I'll have a situation where people, um, this just happened this week. Someone had three children, has three children, and they were only providing for uh, two children in the world. And the reason is, uh, but at first it took a few questions to find out that they even had a, a third child. Seems to be that the that third child is living in another state and hasn't had any contact with the parents in at least 10 years. However, should the parents pass away at some future point, could that child come back and say, hey, my parents, you know, left me out of the will and it was based on fraud, duress, uh, mistake, dementia, incapacity, later on something. And they could attribute the fact that, listen, I don't know if that person would even have a persuasive case. But if you mention the person, uh, I have three children, right? John, Jim, and Sue. Uh, I am specifically not providing for Jim for reasons best known to me, or I'm going to leave Jim a, a small sum of money or something like that. But if you just say, I'm leaving everything to uh, John and Sue, well, later on, Jim could come back and say, 
and at least challenge the validity of the will in some way. So that's it for today. I will keep giving you some provisions that really should be in a last will. If you have questions for me, want to speak about your situation, please go to my website, frankbrunolaw.com.